Hey everyone, welcome to Nuggets and Nuggets, episode two. That's what you get for cheating. <sighs> you cheat in the grape squish and you, uh, Bethel Music writes a song about you. You're down for the count. <laughs> cool. All right, episode two, we are opening up with our typical uh, nugget review fashion. So we're starting with... We got Burger King this week, all right? Nothing too exotic or anything, but it was close by. And so I will say this for Burger King, there's a lot going on here for a dollar and 50 cents, mm. somewhere around there. So good, cheap nuggets, all right? I got a 56, what'd you give them? 51. All right, 51, 56 out of 80. Yeah. Okay, so, so, not, not too far behind Wendy's. No, no, really not. Well, wait a second. Okay, I gave Wendy's a 54. Oh, I know why it was. I gave Wendy's a 54 because they didn't give us any sauce. Punks. Oh, man. I mean, just, just the basics right there. We'll, 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 we'll get you base hits, man. We'll give you a, give you a winning, winning score every time. I will. I like it. All right, very good. Well, I'm happy with these nuts, man. Yep. Very good. What's next? What are we got next? Okay, let's talk about something. Irrational fears. Do you have any? Do you have any irrational fears, Kyle? We all got them. We all got them. We all got them. Some of mine. Some of mine hang over more from my childhood. Not, not that I still have those fears now, but but I, my uh, the ones that I think of the most when I think of irrational fears, I think of some irrational childhood fears. There are a couple that st stand out in my mind. The first was this: when I was a kid, and I would walk down the hallway at school or walk through the classroom at school. There would always be, you know, uh, coat hooks hanging off the wall. There'd be a board and have a bunch of coat hooks. You can go hang your hooks or your uh, your coats or your backpacks or whatever. I would always keep my hand uh, against the wall as I walked past it because I was always afraid that I was going to catch one of those things in the eye and get hung by my eyeball on a coat hook. That was the only logical thing that might happen to me, uh, and so I was terrified of coat hooks. And the second thing, okay. This goes to like sixth grade, all right? Now this one, this one's a, this was a, a, a pretty significant one. When I was in sixth grade in science class, we're learning about the solar system. Miss Phillips was my was my science teacher. I was a big fan, liked her. Okay, so we're talking about the solar system, talking about the sun, and she tells us, teaches us, and we're reading in our book that the sun's getting larger. Okay, the sun is getting bigger. It's expanding, and so I asked the question: Does that mean that someday it's going to like engulf the Earth? And she gives the logical answer: Yeah. So I take that to mean that this is going to happen during my lifetime, okay? That the sun is going to engulf us while, while I'm here on Earth still, and I'm thinking to myself, this is a major problem. Like, why is NASA not working on this? What are the plans? What are their designs? So I started working up my own plans for this, okay? I, I had, oh man, I had good designs for this. Let me use my nugget chart here, okay? So there's the sun, it's a circle, 
my plan was this. We gotta nuke this thing, okay? Send rockets up there and send, send nuclear missiles up there, okay? Now don't hit directly in the middle of the sun. We don't wanna blow it up, pop it like a grape or anything because obviously we need the sun. The sun's important. I'm, I'm sixth grade, but I'm, I'm pretty smart, you know, for my age. My plan was this. We send the nukes to the edge of the sun and just chip away, okay? So we just we just send them right here to the edge and poof, it just blast out and uh, just the edge of it. And you do that all the way around. And what do you get? You make it smaller. smaller. See, it makes sense to you, right? Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, like I need to send this stuff to NASA. They're depending on me. So anyway, irrational childhood fears. Those were a couple of mine. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <clears throat> one of mine from when I was a kid that I actually didn't think about until just now. Uh, I used to live in Alaska when I was younger and we have, um, the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis. Uh, yeah. And um, my brother told me that if you went outside while the Northern Lights were happening, that they would take your head off and play catch with it. And so I was terrified Holy smokes. of going outside at night <laughs> because I was like, oh, these giant light things are gonna take my head off and toss it back and forth. Sure. That was terrifying. Yeah. Um, another one for me is not actually a childhood one. This um, plagues me in my adult life is I'm not I'm not claustrophobic really. Like I like I dislike small spaces as much as the average adult male. Okay. Um, but one time I think I was in middle school and I I was like leaning back against a trash can and I had gotten pushed or knocked over or something and I fell into it and the trash can fell over and I was stuck in it like this. <laughs> and I just went into like full on panic mode. And so like being trapped in, in a hole or a pipe butt first, it like, my feet and my palms are sweating right now just talking about it. <laughs> it's the worst. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, naturally. I mean, that's a, hmm, that's a... Being stuck, no one wants that, but especially in, in that position, it's right. just uncomfortable. And I am the most unflexible person ever, so it, like, hurts my body. Um, but we wanted to talk about fear today um, because it's something that kind of plagues a lot of people, especially really, like, deep-rooted fears. We're kind of talking about really nonsensical... Fear. I mean, maybe the sun one is a pretty big deal, but it's, it's um, kind of nonsensical stuff. But there are some really, really hard fears and hard struggles that people are going through. And one of the ones that um, has been, you know, kind of blew up lately on the news, uh, you might have seen it, is that last week um, a pretty famous pastor named Jared Wilson, who is really, really vocal about mental health and um, his, his struggle with depression and anxiety, he uh, lost his life to suicide last week. Um, and we wanted to, to talk about that because it's such a real struggle and it's so prevalent. And we touched on it last week when we were talking about NF and the way he, um, in his songs, he talks about mental health a lot. And so we think it's really important for us as a culture to kind of be, um, you know, on the, on the forefront of that and and be uh, sensitive to that as people struggle with those things and so um, you know he he spoke a lot about that he started um, an organization called anthem is anthem of hope or anthem for hope um, we'll link it in the comments um, but it's just it's dedicated to to helping people walk through these struggles and so um, one of these quotes that he had he tweeted um, a few a while ago he says uh, loving Jesus doesn't always cure suicidal thoughts. Loving Jesus doesn't always cure depression. Loving Jesus doesn't always cure PTSD. Loving Jesus doesn't always cure anxiety. But that doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't offer us companionship and comfort. He always 
does that. And so, you know, if you guys, if anyone watching this has any sort of struggle with depression, anxiety, or suicidal thoughts, we want you to know that we love you, we care for you, you're not alone. Uh, people here care for you um, and just look to God and look to scripture. Romans um, 8 reminds us that nothing can separate us from his love. And um, in 2 Corinthians, Paul addresses the Corinthian church and he starts out by calling God the God of all comfort, that he comforts us, he cares for us. And so we can look to him and you can look to us. So uh, again, we just want you to know if this is a struggle for you, please talk to us, talk to somebody because we love you, God loves you, and, and we want to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I've, I've uh, had had issues in my life and things that I've walked through and dealt with. And I've been um, fairly open about um, struggles with depression and, and anger and anxiety and things like that. And, um, you know, I just feel like it's something that we need to, to be able to discuss and not just hide and run from. And um, yeah, so thanks for bringing that up. I think that's, a, that's an important thing for us to talk about. And along those lines, something that we that we discussed last night, um, you know, in our Bible study time was uh, it, it was about anxiety and it was about worry and fear and things like that. And we were coming from Matthew chapter six, where Jesus is saying, hey, you know, don't be anxious about anything. You know, the things that you eat, the things you drink, the stuff that you're going to wear, all of these things um, God provides uh, for for creatures that that seem far less significant than you and I. And so how much more so will he take care of us as well? And so I love uh, in verse 33. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. For me, there's a big, uh, there's a, there's a transition there where he's going from talking about physical needs, but the answer is a, is a spiritual solution where he says that we're supposed to seek the kingdom of God and, uh, and God's righteousness. Um, and, and so, you know, the physical and the spiritual are very much tied together and Jesus's answer to us, if we are you know, facing anxiety and struggles and worry and fear and doubt um, about things that we need and things that we are uh, that we are working through in our lives. He says, seek, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And so, um, that's not to say that we can just. Um, pray away all of our worries and our fears. And if I'm hungry, I'll just, uh, you know, just uh, seek the kingdom of God and then I won't be hungry anymore. Well, it, it doesn't work uh, exactly that way. And we're not trying to, to trivialize it and don't believe that Jesus was as well. But just, you know, a, a big picture in the in the grand scheme of things, it's God's kingdom that matters more than, than, uh, than a lot of the things that we tend to elevate uh, and put on that level. And so if we seek God and we seek his kingdom, then... Uh, we can trust and know and relax um, and have peace in the fact that he's going to take care of us and he's going to watch after us. So, any closing thoughts, Kyle? That's it. Um, All right. Yeah, thanks for watching. Go try some Burger King nuggets on the cheap. Um, if you want more of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell right next to the subscribe button. You'll get notified every time we upload a video. And we will see you guys next time. Later. Later.